Hello everyone and welcome back to the Manifesting Gaia podcast. My name is Gaia and I just want to say thank you for tuning in today. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Manifesting Gaia podcast. My name is Gaia. Happy New Year if this is your first time tuning in or... If you're returning, welcome back. Thank you. Um, so, <laughs> we're going to start today's episode with a deep breath. And you already know whenever I start the episode with a deep breath, it means it's a heavy episode. So, deep breath in. And deep breath out. Okay, so, TW. We're going to be talking about topics of sexual trauma and assault. And I'll do the warning again before I get to the topics. Um, I just wanted to like give it now, so just yeah, so just so you guys know. Um, but this is a safe space. I'm inviting you guys into a sacred space, and I just want open-mindedness when we dive into this episode. <laughs> so today we're talking about sex. Um, we're talking about the birds and bees of spirituality. Um. Also, if you're listening to this on Spotify, they added a new rating feature. So, you know, if you could give this show five stars. If you want to watch other episodes and then judge me, that's fine too. But I'd be eternally grateful. Not only because I like five stars, but it will help this show reach other people who need to listen. So, we're just going to get right into the episode. So, according to today's scientists, sex is an essential like as essential as food and water a human being needs sex to survive so when i first heard that i didn't agree um i mean i still kind of have my doubts or whatever celib like i'm already fucking up (laughs) celibacy is something i incorporate into my life um and it's been a while um well i kind of broke my shoe the other day because i was just really like but it that was like it it, it was like a year it was like strong um i have no idea what that was that literally came from my kitchen i have no time to check right now <laughs> but um according to scientists um sex is good for your heart rate and your estrogen and testosterone levels i'm like i don't want people to think like oh my god if i don't have sex like my t- my estrogen or testosterone is gonna be like fucking shitty or, you know, my heart, like, no. Like, you can eat some Honey Nut Cheerios, your heart will be fine. Um, but that was just, like, the scientific version of it. Obviously, in spirituality, us and science kind of, like, overlap each other. So, anyways. So, as you know, throughout the centuries and millennium, sex has been distorted. Some people see it as terrifying and never want to partake in it. Some people see it as something careless and just a means to get off. Some people see it as an act of purity and sacredness. And then on top of that, there's religions throughout the ages who badmouth sex. And cultures that literally bully women for touching anyone who isn't their husband, even in like a platonic way, like literally shun them. Even if they're single, you know, they're labeled as like a slut or a prostitute or whatever. And it's so crazy. The body has been weaponized for so many centuries. And um, one reason philosophers give as to why, you know, humanity has done that is that whether you agree or not, we're animals. 
human beings are animals. We're no different from bears or foxes or birds. We all sleep, we all eat, procreate. We all have the same core emotions. So happiness, sadness, anger. There is literally no difference between us and an animal because we are that. Um, obviously, yeah, we have more intelligence and, and intellectualism. But at the core, spiritual level, we're all the same. Okay, I think we can all agree. Well, the leaders from millenniums ago had crazy egos and couldn't stand ever being compared to, you know, mountain lions or antelope or whatever. So, even if you're not religious, we all know the story of Adam and Eve. Um, I still have my opinions. So, really quick, I just want to talk about that for a second. So, basically, y'all know the story and it says Eve ate the fruit and God punished them. Well, I saw this like years ago and I... 100% of the fucking agree. So basically, Eve didn't eat the fruit. It was Adam. And then Adam lied to God and said it was Eve. So now all men are all men are cursed with all men are cursed with the lie of Adam. And that's why they have an Adam's apple because that's their curse being stuck with it in their throat forever because Adam wanted to lie. But anyways, um Adam and Eve fell from a state of grace and realized they were naked and instantly felt shame okay so as you know everything's passed down genetically especially beliefs and on top of that it's not like pop culture helps us love our bodies either um but especially if you've been in some type of sexual trauma or you're sexualized or even shamed for your body as a child um you're most likely holding in trauma and a f little like FPSA or whatever. I I think it sucks that adults, because during this, growing up, I heard this a lot. Whenever I, like I tried to express my feelings on how somebody's words hurt me, I just don't like the fact that adults think that kids forget, or you know, like they're too young or they don't have feelings. Um, and it's not their fault, of course, because like I said, beliefs are passed down. So there's a 99% chance that like if an adult is shaming a kid for like whether it's their looks or their body, they had that same shaming um, embedded in them. And I'm glad that millennials and Gen Z are seeing the wrong in previous generations and are making change. I literally, literally on New Year's Eve, I was with my family and we were talking. I told them about the word fatophobia because they didn't know what it meant. I was like, that's a word. So then they all looked it up and they're like, oh my God. And my mom like had her opinions and like they're very culture, like they're from Africa. Like it's a whole, Ugh. anyways, <laughs> like I'm just good. Like I, I hear fatophobia and stuff. And we were talking about pronouns earlier that day and like her job, it was crazy. But like, I'm glad that like we're more accepting. And I know there's those like few people who just like are like their parents, of course. Um, there's always gonna be a few people that are like their parents, but I'm glad that a majority of us are making change. So now I want to talk about sexual trauma. Um, so sexual trauma is stored in the sacral chakra. And when I first became spiritual, my sacral and my throat chakras were the hardest for me to tune into. They were the most blocked. And I never knew why. And it was simply because of trauma. All trauma, not just sexual, like literally all trauma is stored in the sacral. So if your inner child isn't healed, and on top of that, like you have a terrible, you had a terrible relationship a year ago and on top of that you don't like your body, your sacral is going to be mega blocked. And my third chakra being blocked was just the effects of my childhood. So I wasn't, I not being able to speak up, people pleasing, not setting good boundaries, whatever. So how do we heal these feelings? 
we have and the shame we have about our bodies and sex. First and foremost is forgiveness. So take a couple minutes to get in tune with your body. All right, feel the energetic field around your body, feel your inner presence in your body and bring awareness to whatever you're feeling. And there's so many ways to forgive. You can simply just drop the story that you hold towards sexuality and decide to embrace it. You can apologize to your body for hating it for so long or forgive yourself or forgive the people, you know, who may have abused you. Forgive yourself for giving your body to people who didn't deserve it or honor it or you not honoring it, you know, you skipping meals or only getting four hours of sleep a day or overworking your body even when you know you need to stop. So there's shadow works you can do, there's meditations, you can meditate on your chakras or you can do a trauma meditation, a self-love meditation. There's so much like resources. Um, I'd start incorporating healing and self-love affirmations into your sleep. So have them playing while you're sleeping and they'll go into your subconscious and you really don't have to do that much work. Um, as far as healing goes, it's not going to be automatic. Um... You may feel so disconnected from your body that you can't even like feel your own being in your body. And that's literally fine. Just start with affirmations. Um, so start by saying something like, I have the most beautiful body ever. And then ask yourself, does saying I have the most beautiful body ever or embrace or embracing my sexuality bring up feelings of resentment? So do you say like, I have the most beautiful body ever. And then you're kind of like, ugh like uh, <laughs> like do you cringe and then go from there and expand on that um so as you know spirituality is all about healing and so you're forgiving yourself right but now you have to forgive others you have to forgive your family if they were your first shamers you have to forgive any abusers you have to forgive pop culture for profiting off people not liking themselves and I know, I know it can be especially hard to forgive your abusers. Um, so, TW, um, rape and sexual assault. Um, this segment's probably going to be like two and a half to three minutes if you don't think you can listen. It's honestly not that graphic. It's literally not at all. I'm not going to be talking about like the actual day or anything. I just, if you just cringe at like stuff like that calls for some healing but um yeah two and a half minutes to three minutes um if you want to fast forward feel free i'm not judging you it's fine so in 2020 for six months i was raped okay and it's so hard still to this day to not blame myself uh for starters this was the person who i had sex with for the first time um and even the first time i literally said i didn't want to i literally told them i didn't want to they gaslit me i gave up and gave in which that in itself is rape even if it's your partner oh my god i don't care if you've been married for 60 years or you've just met this person if they literally say i don't want to have sex with you they don't owe it to you and if they if you ask them for like 20 minutes to do it and they say fine that's not consensual that's right you're a rapist like i hope people that hear this and are like like get defensive because they've done that you're a rapist like i'm not sure i don't sugarcoat that shit like you are a rapist if it's your wife if it's your girlfriend if it's a hookup whatever um especially when you come up this because this is what he said to me so i'm gonna give you like um quotes 
he said stuff like it's gonna be okay like trust me i had an ex-boyfriend that would say like i'm your partner why don't you want to have sex with me it's right like it's not consensual not to mention the fact that you're literally saying no um or i don't want to like it's resistance but anyways um i blame myself even though i said no because it still happened and i let it and my ego would tell me like my ego would be like you should have like kicked him in the fucking face like then it wouldn't have happened um when in reality like i did i did the most i could i said no like what the, like what was i supposed to do like i shouldn't have to like you know stab a person to get them to understand i am not interested in them okay um i've literally only told two people about it uh my mom and my therapist and uh my mom is not emotionally she's she's terrible at providing emotionally for me she's emotionally unavailable um and that's something i'm 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 working on in therapy for sure but um it just ends up hurting me in the end because she didn't react the way i needed her to when i told her so it made it worse for me uh all right so <laughs> i'm like flying through this um sorry i just like i said i've only ever told two people so you guys i'm telling like dozens of people right now so it's kind of like wow but anyways um so obviously in a situation like that you want some kind of closure from your abuser and most abusers you know when they abuse you you cut them off they keep reaching out you block them on everything and they still reach out they act like nothing happened so for mine I'd always, I'd be like, you're a literal rapist. You raped me. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And they wouldn't admit it. And it was, like, so weird because they wouldn't admit it, but they wouldn't say they didn't do it. You know what I mean? Like, a person who didn't do something like that would be like, oh my god, like, I didn't do that. Well, unless they're gaslighting me, of course. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, a person who, like, actually didn't do something. Especially with that serious of a, um, like, accusation, I guess. Uh, but oh my god, I didn't do that, I didn't do that. Like, they wouldn't be silent or try to change the subject. Um, so it was like, he didn't want to affirm himself and identify himself as it. So even though I'm going on, on two years of this happening, or since going on two years, year two, 2022, it happened in 2020. You understand what I'm saying. Um, I didn't realize until June of 2021 and it was like being hit by a bus because like this person wasn't like a random i mean the first like he was obviously everybody you meet was at one point a random person but i did like call him my best friend and he met my other friends and my mom and there was a point in our friendship where i started to realize i was kind of he was like lusting over me um and like and would like use me and like do stuff that i didn't want to do and I had called him out, um, but no surprise, I was gaslit, whatever. Um, I mean, he was toxic in general without the sex, you know? So our friendship wasn't made to last. So I cut him off um, because of the toxicness. And when I didn't have the room to be manipulated by him, I realized what had happened. So even though it happened a while ago, I've only been aware for like, six months maybe and it's been hard and um i i you so 
<laughs> okay, so I had notes for this show, right? And I was just about to, I hadn't, I hadn't um, changed them because I wanted to talk about this part. So I was going to say like, I'm going to talk about how I suppressed the trauma um, because it's really hard for me to deal with whatever. So <laughs> this happened like last week. So one night I was going to bed and this was like midnight and you know, I was going to bed um, and I started crying and I started crying about the what everything I just said like just getting raped and everything um it was like a release cry like I did I wasn't thinking about it that day like I didn't think about it before and then start crying like I just started crying and it, I I just it was just about that so I said I had blocked this man on everything every single thing snapchat I messaged like all his his um I blocked him I blocked him I blocked him on like my spam page I blocked both of his accounts like I had deleted my main Instagram account because back in June I deactivated it because I was just all social media like I'm not even on social media for real um in my personal life like yeah I have a Twitter and a TikTok and manifesting guy and a YouTube and manifesting and that's it but like in my personal life I just like went ghost I just needed the I told y'all in my self-love episode that like the whole summer for me was healing like it was crazy um anyways so I had reactivated it because I wanted to delete it like um well this year i plan to delete it but i had just i had gone into it because i think i needed like a post that i had liked or something i don't know for some reason i reactivated it and i remember so i cried that night and i was like and he wasn't blocked on that account because i hadn't blocked him when i deactivated it so i remember like crying and i was like okay i'm going to go block him like once and for all like he didn't he didn't reach out um it had only been active for like a couple of days too. Like I hadn't, I had, but I was like, I'm done. I'm gonna go block him. Like I don't even want him. I don't care if he's not reaching out. Like I don't even want him. And because social media is your energetic field. I don't think people realize that. We can make a whole episode on social media, but yeah. So I go to block him. Mind you, it's almost one in the morning, and he messaged me, and it was like hey you know like when somebody messages you and you can't see it all the way so you kind of like it gets cut off and i was like wow um i tried to take it as a sign um i was like wow like he messaged me i was gonna go block him like maybe this is universe like <laughs> telling me like i should talk to him and you know so i did he said hi i miss you like oh and um i don't really remember the conversation i'd taken screenshots and i deleted them because i was like i need to surrender like i'm not keeping any evidence of this whatever um but basically after like 40 minutes of talking and i kept saying like you raped me like why'd you rape me like why like i just want to know like or even an apology like he just wouldn't acknowledge it um so you know i was just like i'm not getting anywhere i'm gonna block you and he basically he didn't even apologize he wasn't like i'm sorry for raping you. it was like i'm sorry if i hurt him in any way you know that's not me whatever and then i was like okay then why did it take you so long to apologize and then he said like oh i have this selfish tendency where i don't like i don't even i don't even remember it was the most stupid stupid thing ever but any motherfucking ways i blocked him after that because I don't got time for that bullshit, but, um, 
I and then I cried after that for like a good hour. So mind you, I went to bed, and then it was weird. Like I cried after it, and then it was time for me to go to bed because it was like two in the morning, and I was like, I just felt like I couldn't go to bed. I was like, not because of what happened, but I was tired. Like I wanted to sleep, but it was like I had I, I don't even know how to explain it. I was like, there's no way I could just go to sleep after this just happened, you know. Um, so with that being said, the reason why I brought it up is because I was going to talk about how I'm suppressing my, uh, suppressing it. And I was like, uh, I'm always like, I'm going to deal with it later. Like, you know, I'm celibate. Like, I don't need to worry about having sex anyways. Um, but no. So that happened and I just felt everything that I've been suppressing for the last six months. And it was so intense, so intense. And then... Once everything came out, I was kind of like, I can't hide it anymore. Like, I was like, this, the first part to healing is feeling. So I was like, I just felt everything. Like, I need to deal with this. And I was also going to talk about how I was going to get a special therapist for sexual trauma. Because my current therapist, I didn't think she could um, deal with that. But I told her about it and she was like, we can do EMDR. It's a special type of therapy. It's like a special like trauma-based type of therapy. Um, so we're going to start with that. By the way, I love my therapist so much. She's so cute. She knows about this podcast. She's like the only person in my personal life who knows about my podcast. Like, I love her so much. Like, I love this girl. But anyways, with that being said, whether you like want to suppress trauma or not, it's going to pop up. It's going to come up. Um, I don't know if it was, it was the Venus retrograde. Like, I don't really fucking know. Like, it was just so random, so random. Um, but yeah, so it's like I got over this first hill and now we're gonna, you know, continue. Um, okay, so this is gonna sound so crazy if you've literally never been like in any type of sexual trauma i don't expect you to understand but i have to say it so one thing that like threw me off is my rapist i'm not even saying this because he's a rapist like genuinely like looking at him like he's so fucking ugly like so ugly so ugly so ugly and i don't call people ugly i don't call women ugly like i don't call i don't like to call people ugly but like literally um ugly 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 and on top of that his penis is like micro 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 short dick man remix like micro 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 okay and I, like i said i'm being so dead ass like i'm not even just saying that um whatever um but anyways he'd but no that made me upset like i thought about the rape and i was like it's like did i really just let this man rape me like it's like when you date an ugly person, like, did I really just date that person? Or did I really just let that person talk to me like that? Like, it's like that. Like, it's embarrassing. Anyways. Anyways, but he'd literally come to me about it and be sad, right? And I'd have to baby him and be like, you know, like, no, it's, yeah. <laughs> and it's just embarrassing. Like, I just wish, like, he could have been hot, you know? Or decent, um, but I don't know what's more traumatizing. Like, it, it, it's, yeah. But I just shared that little segment or story just in case anyone is going through it or has or just for awareness. Um, I do wish 
I do wish them well and I hope they never do it to anyone but he's ugly so I was like he's not pulling anybody to have sex with I was literally doing charity work but um it sounds like I'm being really mean and I am because you get no remorse for it so fuck you if you're listening to this fuck you um but now sex and spirituality <laughs> so sex and spir sex, sex uh, and spirituality are closely intertwined they overlap each other Okay, sex is literally the greatest spiritual practice we can partake in, and it's the closest we can get to an interdimensional interdimensional soul connection with another human being. So now we're gonna talk about different types of sex, and you may be like, different types of sex. I'm not talking about positions. I'm not talking about physical. I'm talking about spiritual sex. So the first sex I want to talk about is tantric sex or spiritual yoga. This is a Hindu practice that's been around for over 5,000 years. So we're not westernizing or whitewashing this shit. Like, Hindus are going to get their credit. And it's also been seen in Buddhism, but I'm 99% sure it originates in Hinduism. So the term Tantra translates to weaving and expansion of energy. So according to Medical News Today, Tantric, tantric sex is a meditative meditative form of sex it's very slow and present sex take a shot every time i say sex and you will be knocked out because <laughs> my god okay so most times when people have sex and i'm guilty of this especially when i'm not connected to the person i'm doing it with um and i'm not having the best time like i know i'm not going to get you know what i need from the sex my mind wanders about literally everything else even though there's a whole human being on top of me, like they're breathing in my face, my mind is just not there. So the point of tantric sex isn't to orgasm, but to enjoy the sexual journey and sensations of the body as it moves sexual energy throughout the body. So it's really good for healing and transformation and enlightenment. So you literally focus on your present, but you're not focusing on so much the sex but you know you focus on stuff like the breathing patterns your partner the synchronicity synchronization of you two eye contact is a huge form of intimacy and touching um now i said the point of it wasn't to orgasm and it's not um if that's what you're focused on you're not present and it takes away from the experience uh so the more you are in tune and connected the better the orgasms will be does that make sense like the point of it isn't to orgasm but like if you orgasm during tantric sex like that's not a big deal but that's just not the point and but orgasms will be better if you're having tantric sex if that makes any sense all right um so even if your partner isn't spiritual and you like want to try this which i definitely recommend every single time you're having sex um you can literally be like hey can we just have conscious sex today like i want to feel really connected with you when we're doing this um if they say something like that's stupid or no and it's not my place and like drake said pleasure's not meant for one side but I, like i don't know y'all but to me that's a red flag <laughs> but it's a spiritual practice. Um, this also works for solo, like masturbation. Like you don't have to have tantric sex with a partner. You can have tantric sex with yourself. So it's the same idea. You know, you're not doing it to orgasm, but to get in tune with your own body. And this is really, really good for sexual trauma. Um, so if you're a woman, I just know it better because I'm a woman. But like take your fingers. Because I, okay, so whenever I would hook up with somebody, I would always have a really hard time 
like when they would touch me down there i'd like jump and like squirm not because it hurt not because i was scared but like it just i it felt uncomfortable like not in a painful way but like i just i felt like i have no idea how to explain it so even so then i tried it for the first time and i literally jumped at my own hand it was like okay so i just like i okay so i put one finger on either side of my inner um lip i guess and then i i i, I can't show you <laughs> but and then i like like slide it down the outer sides of my veg and then like not like finger myself but kind of like put fingers in there again not with the intent to orgasm but like to like feel myself and then i imagine so i visualized my sacral chakra glowing and then i visualized like a second sacral chakra in my vagina and it's like glowing too and that's helped with so much um yeah so for tantric sex um individually what you're going to be paying attention to is obviously your body um what your body needs what feelings come up spend extra time massaging your parts and since you're there if you're trying to orgasm you might as well manifest with it anyways i have a whole video on that well i'm gonna make a whole video on that about orgasming to manifest but i talk about it in my second video ever on my youtube channel so go go check it out um I would assume this is also applicable to sums, like three sums and four sums and orgies. Um, um, but I don't know. I don't really. I don't really know. I would assume it's just it's literally being present. So it's like, why wouldn't it be applicable? But anyways, next type of spiritual sex is astral sex, and this isn't physical. So it's purely spiritual, um, but it's powerful. So yeah. Basically, it's astral projecting. If you don't know what astral projecting is, um, it's basically having a out of body experience, ex body out of body experience, and you take a bird's eye view of the world, and you can like your body's stationary where you left it, but you're being projected, and you can travel throughout like your city. It's I've never done it. Um, well, you're gonna have to look it up if you want a better explanation. I just try to say I just tried to say it the best I could. Uh, I've never done it. It takes mad practice. It's not something you could just be like, oh, I want to ask you to project. Oh, okay, I'll try it for the first time. Like, it's a lot. Um, but anyways, um, what you're going to do is your soul has sex with another soul by experiencing each other in an intimate way. So it's just a shared inner present between two particles or sets of particles, I should say. Um... So, yeah, it's again with the whole presence thing. Basically, any type of sex you're having that's spiritual is just literally about presence. Spirituality is about presence. Being here, being in your body, um, and engaging. Um, as far as, like, soul ties go and stuff like that, I'm going to have to make a separate episode on this because this episode is literally already half an hour. Um, so, yeah, look out for a day. But, yeah um that's all i have for you guys today my social media is at manifesting guys my twitter and my tiktok and my youtube channel is manifested finesse thank you so much for tuning in today um yeah you're the effing bestest um i kind of want to end this video on like a higher note um so i take a deep breath in and 
and a deep breath out and congratulations to making it to the end of this episode this is your reality you're 100 capable of achieving and reaching all goals and desires that you set for yourself nothing's too big too small too wide too far you can have anything you want in this freaking universe and i love you guys so much and i'll talk to you next week in next week's episode Mwah. bye